So you've got an unfocused kid who's not doing so hot at school. Well, everybody and their mother is telling you, put them on the meds. Well, no, you're not gonna because there are natural solutions that calm and regulate the brain and help your kids be focused. And that's what we're gonna talk about. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today, we're talking about alternatives to ADHD medications, because you know what? There are a lot of kids on them, and boy, people are struggling, and you need to know about those solutions. So let's dive in. Hello, this is It's Going to Be Okay with Dr. Roseanne, and we're diving right into a conversation that I have every day with people who come to see me, but also all of you who are listening on our podcast or following me on social, how to increase your focus and alertness without medication. Yeah. So it's a topic that is sensitive for a lot of people, but this is really about parent empowerment and helping to better understand your child's brain and all the alternatives you have to medication. Because as I always say, it's not that I'm anti-medication. I just believe very strongly that the first choice for supporting a child with focus problems should never be medication. And why? Because there's many science-backed solutions that show us very clearly there are reasons why the brain isn't alert. Not all of them are ADD. And there's lots of solutions. So let's talk about natural solutions. And if you're not in my parenting solutions group, all you have to do is go to drrosanne.com forward slash group and join. It's a free group where we talk about it. And you're in a tribe of other human beings who want to find ways to optimize their child's brain. So it's a cool thing. Let's talk about why does focus break down? In the world of the pandemic, kids, adults, the rates of ADD diagnosis and, of course, medication, right? Because we had a national shortage on Adderall has just gone through the roof. Not everybody has ADD who has a focus problem, right? So what is ADD? What does it look like? You're like, you know, Dr. Rowe, I know what that is. Well, I'm telling you, you don't because at least half the time people come to me thinking that their child or they have ADD and they don't because many things affect our attention. Periods of stress, depression, learning disabilities, they all affect our attention and executive functioning. And just to understand the difference between attention and executive functioning, Attention is your brain's ability to alert. Executive functioning is your brain's ability to plan for and take action on a future event. It encompasses a lot. Now, you have to have attention in order to have executive functioning. But when we have ADHD, you know, first of all, you have to have a history of difficulties with attention, impulse control, hyperactivity, any of those things before age 12. If all of a sudden you're 47 and you, (laughs) true story, and you uh, lose attention, could be because you have a hormone problem, just telling you, mom. But that's kind of what happened. Or you went through a really hard, stressful period. We're all stressed parents, me included. I'm a mom of two special needs kids, kids that learn differently. And it doesn't even matter if they're doing great. It's stressful. You worry about them in a different way that it's hard to explain. Having stressors, like I said, learning disabilities, anxiety, OCD, these things can make your attention be horrible. 
it does not mean it's ADHD. And you really have to have a history of ADHD before age 12. Now, most of the time we see genetic patterns in ADHD within a family. You also can have a genetic variant called MTHFR. And you see that in family trees where there's neurodivergence. So you might have autism, you might have ADHD, you also might have history, autoimmune issues, anything from, I'm just thinking of somebody recently, colitis, bipolar, in, in terms of mental health issues. It really can create a lot of different clinical, both mental health and physical issues issues, those things can be factors in understanding why people break down. And even if it's genetic, even if it's truly ADHD, I want you to know there are many ways to optimize the brain. There's many ways to increase our neurotransmitters. That's what we're here to talk about. So let's talk about some of my favorites. I am not going over everything. That is where you know you can join our Combrain community, which is different from our natural parenting solutions. It's an opportunity to get deeper instruction on actually the how-tos of natural solutions, as well as not just the how-tos and natural solutions, but behavioral solutions, as well as role plays are there as well. So there's more information and becoming in that. So let's talk about brain hacks to increase focus and alertness. You'll be surprised because there are many things that we can do. So first, We always have to talk about shaping desired behaviors. I think one of the greatest things that I see with everybody is we all think there's a magic pill. Like we all think there's one thing. I received a really long email from somebody who wanted to know if our neurotastic magnesium was going to be the solution to their child's anxiety. There is no one solution. When we have behaviors that don't serve an individual, a child, you must address the behaviors. Our program, our one-to-one program is called Brain Behavior Reset for a reason, right? We have to calm and regulate the brain. We're going to talk about some ways to help regulate the brain, but you also have to address behaviors and really simply shaping behaviors. When we have kids that are maybe are impulsive or never hear us, you know, what happens? Friction. So a lot of reminders, a lot of annoyances on both sides. Um, maybe anger and a lack of understanding from the child not understanding their own brain if they haven't gotten great psychoeducation about their power of their ADD brain, as well as some of those Achilles heels so that they can better work them. They should never feel ashamed, right? I feel like neurodivergence is like the norm now. And so many organizations are having to learn so much about their employees because there are gifts that come along, right? The hyper-focus and all that. But when we shape behaviors, we want to make sure we are teaching the person, the child, the teenager, what is the behavior we want from them? Because we often get caught in that friction-laden interaction where we're like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do that. And then the brain does not alert to what it is supposed to do, meaning your child is not going to know what it is. And it feels terrible. Like we don't like it. They don't like it. And it's a lack of understanding. So shape the behaviors you want and reinforce the heck out of them, as I always like to say. I make it sound easy, but it's not. But once you get in that mindset, it becomes easier. One of my all-time most evidence-based ways to increase alertness is increasing movement and exercise. There is a lot of research about the positive impact on the brain and behavior with exercise and movement for those with ADHD. 
there um, was a research study that showed that 30 minutes of moderate exercise three times a week decreased ADHD symptoms about 40%. That's unbelievable, right? And I think so many of my parents know this because, you know, you really push on getting your kids with focus problems into sports. Know that group sports maybe isn't the best thing, right? Unless it's like an individual within a team, like swimming or riding a horse or some other activity. But group sports can be a challenge because of the delays in auditory processing, which are very common for children with ADHD. Uh, they also may not, their visual systems may not alert in the same way. And they also may have coordination issues, right? And when you have focus issues, you're barely focusing on yourself, let alone the whole other team. Now, I have other kids with ADHD who are like rock stars on the team. It's always individual. There's no clear cut. But in general, it's a common complaint. There are other sports, love karate, love swimming, love running, rowing, things like that really create a beautiful rhythm. So Movement exercise, really an amazing way to get neurotransmitters firing in the brain, feel good endorphins, getting lymphatic drainage, helping with all of those components. So it's really just an unbelievable, easy way. Here we have Elena saying working out has become her ADHD kids way of helping him focus, right? And, and you know what's amazing about that? Like if you really help your child connect to the body sensation, like, wait, you know, I've got to get myself focused. You know, I recently recovered from uh, pneumonia and I was like, I'm so tired. I can't work out. And I was like, I have to work out. So, you know, I just started on the treadmill (laughs) at a 1.5 speed. And I was like, wow, I feel so much better as brutal as that was. And it really helped me to recover. And I'm not one to have a sluggish brain. So um, as everyone around here likes to say, my sluggish brain is probably, you know, what normal people have. But that's because I jack it up and I've done so much neurofeedback and things like that and eat so clean. Hey, parents, looking to turn those stressful days into moments of calm focus? Well, that's exactly why I created Neurotastic Multimag Brain Formula. It's the brain booster that helps kids and parents stay centered and sharp. It's not magic, it's science, and it's just a spoonful away. Bring the balance with Neurotastic. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium to get special subscribe and save discounts with, of course, amazing gifts. drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium. Another hack is IEP and 504 accommodations. And many of our kids have this. Here is my cautionary tale. And I'm going to have Pete Wright joining our Combrain community. And he's going to do a podcast for us. Yes, Pete Wright from Wright's Law. I'm going to be asking you what questions you want. He's amazing. He's a rock star. He's an awesome human being. The godfather of IEP and 504. If you don't have from emotions to advocacy, please do. But When you have the right accommodations, you have the right IEP with the right programming, it is dramatic what your child can do. I have a lovely family who has a whole family where everybody's focus issues and there's dyslexia there. And I was like, you know, give me their testing, right? They come to see me one-on-one. I don't do consultations. I only work with people one-on-one. And lo and behold, she says he's getting help. And I said, he's not, he can't be getting the right help. He's not making any progress, right? 
And she's like, but he's, you know, everyone's so nice. And I was like, it doesn't mean everybody's not nice. You need the right help. And when your brain gets the right help, right? So for, you know, in this kid's case, sensory movement, being able to move, but also the right instruction was missing in his IEP. We're able to rework that and get him what he needs. So you may be asking, how do I know what I need? I have a whole guide that's free on accommodations. We'll drop it in our, in the notes, but you can work, you know, find an advocate. Um, you can go to um, Yellow Pages for Kids. You can call your state learning association. You can find an educational advocate. There are free and there are paid ones, but you probably need some help if you're not. You also can just ask your lovely teacher, like, hey, can we have a meeting to talk about how hard it is for, you know, Johnny to focus and what else can we do? Sometimes we just don't know until we ask. So go in, get some support. Schools are generally good places. Um, I know conflicts happen because I'm usually there. Um, <laughs> but IEPs and 504s are amazing. Neurofeedback and PEMF. This is our PEEMF device. I'm going to be putting it on later. These are brain tools, right? So they're brain tools, biofeedback, other things. Every day somebody says, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? They're all great. It just depends on what your individual needs are. And just to understand what neurofeedback is, neurofeedback is through the use of computers, I reinforce the brain for producing the exact perfect combination of brainwaves. And over a series of sessions, typically about 40 in our brain behavior reset program, the brain resets itself. And you are able to be more focused or if you have anxiety, be less anxious. And we work with people all over the world because we send them equipment. And it's an amazing, amazing tool to help you really be focused. And lots of thousands of research studies just on ADHD. It's solid. It's been around since the late 60s, really in the late 80s when the personal computer came on to the market is when it really exploded. And for people that have done it and have done an appropriate amount of sessions with a highly experienced practitioner, because that is the difference is a highly experienced practitioner, you need expert care, you know that it helps to really dramatically increase focus. I, I uh, just completed working with uh, two girls and uh, they both have ADD. And the mom had said to me, like, literally, she is like a different kid and can do homework on her own. And it's unbelievable the differences. She's like, we still have to do the instruction, but the alertness is what's making things be absorbed and they're making gains much faster than they have. So PEMF stands for Pulse Electromagnetic Field Therapy. It sends a low hertz. We have an FDA regulated device, one specifically designed for attention, one for anxiety and has some attention. And then our infections and toxins, which we design for people with chronic health conditions like pants, pandas and Lyme and whatnot. They're all amazing. Everything works when you use things consistently. Can we say that again? These things work when you use it consistently. Other ways to change your brain, breath work, meditation, yoga, qigong. I mean, there's so many ways you just have to actually do it. So I think that's important. So let's talk about supplements. Obviously, we I'm talking about magnesium and we have our multi-mag brain formula. We're super excited. How pretty is this? And it's not just pretty. It's, you know, we sourced it. We uh, are partnering with MD Logic. They helped us to create it. They're sending it out. They're doing customer service. I love them. They test all the ingredients before they get into the factory so that nothing is contaminated, as well as that the ingredients are what it says that it is. 
because sometimes it doesn't have the right potency or it's really not the right ingredient. And for 30 years, I've been recommending magnesium. We only put the ones that are most evidence-based for the brain. These are called neurotastic brain formulas for a reason. So it has L3 and 8, has glycinate, magnate. It is those forms have been clinically proven to improve attention, cognitive functioning, executive functioning, anxiety, mood, sleep, a lot of other brain-based things that's been shown to help children with autism. So there are a lot of factors. But I chose magnesium because it is the uh, one form of supplement that everyone who winds up taking says, wow, I wish I'd taken it earlier. Because as you just heard, there's so many evidence-based ways that or the evidence clinical research shows us that it can improve brain functioning. So there are many forms of magnesium. They're all amazing. We just don't know what you need right now. And you should always talk to your practitioner. So for sure. And what we need to think about with supplements in general is what is your child missing? Are they a good eater? Are they getting enough of those essentials like vitamin D, zinc, magnesium? Those are probably the three most essentials. And then if you have genetic mutations and variants, like MTHFR, you may need different supports. And that's where you really need a practitioner. You always want to you know, check with your provider. Anyway, as we talk about different supplements, and it tends to be one of the biggest questions that people have, it is uh, an important part of adding to your diet because many of our kids are nutrient deficient, they're highly stressed, and you can't get enough when you're not eating. And even, you know, some of my friends and myself, we eat incredibly clean and we still supplement because for me, I have genetic variants, multiple also live high stress life in that it's positive stress, but I am doing a lot of things. And, and so I need to take care of my body in a way that does that. And there are many supplements besides magnesium that have been clinically proven to support the brain. We will put that in our notes um, so that you can get access to that. And if you are interested in, you know, getting our a lifetime discount on our multi-mag brain formula, you can go to drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium because everybody who subscribes and saves not only gets that, they get a month's membership in our Calm Brain community. And there's some questions here about my white paper and the professional reference. It's right on that page. You just have to go there and click on it. And there's lots of information about the positiveness of magnesium. But as we wind down and talk about it, just now what a recap, what are things that can help kids? with focus problems, exercise, sensory support, the right instruction, the right accommodations in school, using brain-based tools like magnesium, exercise, as I already noted, but even more drill it down, more specific types of exercise, anything where you're crossing the midline, like swimming, karate. These are things that are designed to help the frontal lobes get more oxygen. There are many ways we just have to be consistent and always shape the behaviors that we want from our children. That is important to do that. And as I always end with, you know, you've got to share your calm. You got to put your own oxygen mask on. I know that probably 50% of my families, one, if not both of the parents have ADD themselves or anxiety or depression or whatever. So make sure you're tending to your garden. And you're modeling that for your child because they need to see that. 
too, right? So wherever you are in your journey is exactly where you need to be and just take a step towards natural solutions. I hope that taking magnesium and our multi-mag brain formula is a step towards that natural solution. Parenting is hard and there are many ups and downs. Just know that no matter what's going on with your kid and family, you got to trust your gut. That's how it's going to be okay. Okay. 